So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, 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 or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Abby's gonna be eating lunch, so this is like if, if this you even chewing, if you even hear she's this gonna episode, do we'll see how this goes. She's gonna do it her best at not chewing right in the microphone, but if it's annoying, well. But I haven't eaten and I'm hungry, and this is like a we can hurry up and do this right now or not at all. So, so you get what you get. Uh huh. We're just seeing how and it goes. Don't throw a fit, as my kids say. <laughs> yep. We are recording on Friday afternoon because... Yes. I got a hot date. Abby's got a hot date. How are you feeling about leaving your baby so young for a date? Totally fine. I just was wondering because I feel like early on you you felt like you didn't want to leave him. And that was for like a medical thing which felt like... Yes. And I would... I think... So the person who's watching him is someone who has been coming to our house every day for a while to help and during the weekday like when Tim's working mm-hmm. so I feel like she's gotten so used to our family and how we do things and caring for Bo and just knowing his schedule and things that it doesn't bother me at all to leave him in that right scenario. there's like two different aspects of it though there's like trusting the person you're leaving them with and then there's just like leaving a baby so young. I think I've been leaving him. I've left him now so many times for medical things. That it just doesn't, that it doesn't really bother you anymore. It feels like I just, I know it's like for a different reason. And I don't have to leave him because we're going on a date. But it also feels like It's making just me slightly it. have to start praying right now. The like temptation to want to make my baby drink a bottle at least once a day just so that I have the freedom and like feeling the jealousy yeah. that I have right now over the fact that you, when I feel like it's still a struggle to leave my almost two year old at bedtime mm-hmm. because he, he wants the nurse yeah. to go to bed and mm-hmm. like it definitely is yeah one of those parts that is a huge benefit to. Mm-hmm. Not having a nursing baby. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's definitely sad parts and parts yeah. that yes. I wouldn't choose. Same with, like, an epidural. I wouldn't. Right, but do you think it's wrong to choose to give your baby a bottle every day to be able no. to give you the flexibility? I don't know what I think about that. I don't, I mean, I don't think it's, like, sinful wrong, but I think it can be. I think if I have a heart that is, like, I don't want to have to care for my baby... I don't know. That's what I have to start working through. Yeah, I don't think At least there's... I have months to work through it. Yeah. But... But the thing with that is, like, you could give them a bottle once a day, and they might hate it. Like, it, it doesn't mean that they're going to just take a bottle anytime you want to leave them. Because then you Sometimes you have yeah. babies like Ruben, who freaking only had a bottle, but would only take it from me. Yeah. So... It's true. I feel like... I know. It's I'm really curious like to see if a if you get into the same uh, if you get into the same 
like habits and routines and because I feel like that doesn't ever start at the beginning Mm -hmm. I feel like that always Mm -hmm. morphs and as you get into more of a schedule with your baby is when you get into more of like doing things in very specific ways and then your babies get very attached and used to those things so I'm curious to see with the additions of Mm -hmm. having other people like helping and that like it because he's still really little, and I don't feel right, like your babies like usually have this problem this early. I agree, but I also never have my babies on a schedule this early, and Bo is, like, on a very yeah, specific it'll just, schedule. I'm just curious. Yeah. Because I feel like around four to five months is when they start to be um, in a lot of things, not just with eating, right. but in a lot of things where they start to be more aware mm-hmm. of, like, who and have preferences yes. more. I feel yeah. like when they're newborns, yes, they their preferences are very like, right. meh. Yeah, I'm curious too. So. But I'm also, am being very intentional to not always do things the same way. Like I feed him out on the couch. I feed him in his room. I feed him in my room. Different people feed I'm him. proud of you for that. And even like, been trying to be like, not just putting him down in his swing, just putting him down in his crib, knowing his nap might be a little bit less, but he's still nap and just getting him used to more environments and used because to... Because I do feel like that was was a really unfortunate part of Ruben was thinking you were going to have mm-hmm. some amount of freedom mm-hmm. since he was taking yeah. bottles and then because it's not like it's not like the same even stifling feeling that I feel of just like oh it's harder to leave my baby at bedtime which right. I, I mean I say it's hard to leave Paxson he's fine if I'm not home he's fine to go down to bed without me mm-hmm. but um, but I feel like with Ruben, it was, it was like even more, yeah. it was like you could never, it was difficult for you to go anywhere ever mm-hmm. because he was so like, yeah. you just felt like, oh, he won't eat today right. if we're gone, mm-hmm. if we're gone on a trip. Like he might not eat yep. at all for three days. I feel like my challenge with Bo is like... Getting him used to ever leaving the house because we just don't go anywhere. Yeah. So, his, he never naps in my arms really. Like, he just has to. He just has his. He really likes to sleep in his swing mm, or in, on his yes. own. I've definitely experienced that with babies. So. And that is also hard. I feel like because we don't to... ever go anywhere, mm-hmm. he always can just sleep in his own space. So. Yeah, like that... being in the carrier. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Yeah. At least you have church once a week for that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of where you're at. I know. I'm, you're going to get a new table. Yeah, we're going out on a hot date. Project Fix Abby's House is still underway. We stayed up till like mid one last night. Yeah. Painting, assembling. Moving things around. Moving things around. I woke up this, and I also have like a slight cold, if you can't tell. And I feel like I woke up this morning and was like, Why did my I body do that? hates me. Why was this ever a good decision? Yeah, but but at the same time, it was a good decision when you looked around and saw that things were kind of put in normal places that you wanted them. I and... felt great waking up this morning, knowing that like I could get started on things. But do you think my body didn't want to start on things though? No. It's one of those things that you, there was just no good ending place any sooner. Right. Like, I know. You can't just leave half built cabinets laying out around your I house. I know, and especially when your kids are going to wake up and destroy wake them. Up earlier than you. Right. It's like, 
there have been so many times when my little when my kids were really little there would be projects that I would be doing and we had we were in our condo so mm-hmm. it's like not there's just not anywhere else to put things it, the ones the, the projects I'm specifically thinking of were usually sorting through all the kids clothes mm-hmm. and it felt like it was a thing that I couldn't really do with a three-year-old, a two-year-old, and two one-year-olds being awake, awake and trying to, like, help me with yes. it. So you have to, like, do it when they're asleep, but then it feels but You like... have to do all of it. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you leave piles of clothes around that you know what they are, they will be all yep. mixed together yep. the second that the children are near them. I already so. feel like I was, like, half dreaming having mm-hmm. these nightmares because we didn't mount the cabinets last night. Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, the kids are going to wake up and... They're going to immediately start climbing on the cabinets and die. Well, thankfully that didn't happen. Didn't happen. That would have been real unfortunate. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyway, we're continuing with that by going out on a date to shop. Our only dates for Tim and I consist of Ikea and dinner. The last date we went on, like, back in Never April. done Costco and dinner? We've never done Costco mm. and dinner. No. Always Ikea and dinner. Or some kind of, like, shopping for something i like i like the type of dates that like also accomplish something that we wouldn't be able to do normally like i'm never gonna take seven kids to ikea yeah so and if you look at my house right now it looks like an ikea catalog it's true like everything is from ikea everything i mean not everything but it all looks like a lot of things mm -hmm. yep yeah so, we're doing that, and then we're going to keep working on the house tomorrow, and that's kind of your weekend. our weekend in our life update. What Chip works the day tomorrow and oh, has yeah. tomorrow night off. I forgot about that. And then he has Sunday off, so it wow. just feels like I'm right on the cusp of... And he only works till 9 tonight, Oh, which feels great. You guys going to come over again and... Nope. Make us stay up till midnight? Definitely not. Again? Our plan was to lay in bed and watch a movie last night, and we spent it till midnight oh. here, so no. <laughs> You're going to do that tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry that we will not. I don't want to stay up late again, no. so. I, to be fair, you just made it sound like we kept you up till midnight, but. Oh, no. Okay. I just mean, we would have been up that late. Right. Doing, probably later, because Chip helped him <laughs> a lot, so. I feel like, really, we, like, screwed up your plans because you were probably just coming over to say hi, and then we forced you to stay until midnight. I just really wanted to see where you ended up putting the cabinet on the wall since I had been unavailable to... I know. It was a... But we willingly helped move everything around and be involved in the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh, we're going to, on Sunday, it was just Chip's dad's birthday this week, so... We are going to celebrate his birthday on Sunday for lunch at his parents' house. Fun. So it would be nice. So I have a German chocolate cake to make, mm. which I'm excited about eating it for myself. <laughs> I don't like that cake at all. I'm sorry. At all. I love it, and it's always a great. It's always great to have someone else to make it for. Because I'm never going to make it for myself. Yeah. But Do your kids like it? Mm, 
probably like they'll eat it, but it's not like they're probably gonna at least half of them really actually like it, and then probably half of them are like meh. Okay. Um, but we always have ice cream with it, so they're never disappointed about that part. And yeah. Uh, but let's see. Okay, today's Friday, so you're eleven weeks today. I'm eleven weeks today. Okay. Great. I know. Look at that. This pregnancy is just flying by. Actually, I mean, I, f- I don't feel like it's going fast or slow. It just feels normal for me. But we're laying in bed a couple nights ago, and I don't remember how it came up, but Chip, I said, maybe I said something like, well, at least I only have, like, another week or two of not feeling very good, hopefully, if it's, like, how yeah. my other pregnancies have been, and Chip was like... Doesn't that feel kind of optimistic? And I'm like, well, like, in like another week, I'll be like, in a couple days, I'll be 12 weeks. And he's like, 11 weeks, you mean? No, and I said, in an, it was this was like three days ago. Oh, you said in a week? In a, a week and days. a couple days, oh, okay. I will be 12 weeks. And he's like, wait, what? You're the, so you're almost 11 weeks? I was like, yeah, on Friday, I'll be, I'll be 11 weeks. He's like, I didn't even think you were close to 10 weeks yet. This is so exciting. He's <laughs> like, wow, this is really going by fast. I'm like, oh, I'm glad that I could make you so excited with the just well, facts of where I'm at. That's great. Yeah. I hope that you do feel better. Then. Yes. Yeah, it's been such a weird pregnancy of feeling really good and feeling really bad and the timeline of it all has just been of that of my yeah. sickness and not sickness and it's just been strange but and you started running back up early last podcast we talked about how you're gonna do it october 1st i totally just felt something again i i feel like i'm going crazy because it feels 100 <laughs> percent impossible to be feeling well. baby movements at 11 weeks but yesterday Right at my 10 weeks, I thought I felt, like, the slightest little, like, where I'm like, oh, it's probably just gas or something. But but it's still, I feel like after this many babies, there's still, like, definitely a different feeling Mm -hmm. than, and it's always in when I'm in this position, which feels like. Like leaned over. Yeah. My uterus, I already know, is really high for this time of pregnancy. Abby's trying to <laughs> convince... She just feels things because there's two babies moving. She thinks there's twins. I don't because... I don't I don't feel like I know I you don't really, really... I know you don't really do. She's just liking... I do feel like... She's just liking to... Tease you about it. To tease, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I feel like with Deke's pregnancy, I really was... I, I, maybe nervous isn't the right word, but like... It, really feeling like there was twins. Well... I, I really thought, like, why is my uterus this big so soon? Like, I wonder. And I went and had an ultrasound done at just before 14 weeks. Okay. That, for like, a just-for-fun ultrasound only to check and make sure there was only one baby. Because of that experience, it makes this feel like, well, there's... that It's just the same thing is happening. Yeah. Like, my uterus just... You don't normally feel your baby this early, though. No, I've felt... My baby, I for sure just saw a, a reminder on, like, a memory on Facebook where I said I had felt Brinley at 12 weeks, 5 days. 
and that I was, and that I had thought I'd felt something before that, but that I was sure, a hundred percent sure that it was, and I felt Kenzie at 14 weeks, which is my first baby. Yeah. You've always, I've always been able to feel them. I, I definitely think it's part of where my uterus has, it is in general, like, yeah. I think the position of my uterus is further out and comes up and forward really quickly even from the very first baby I've had but I feel like because it's been stretched out so many times and like yeah. how it is now and the fact that I have no muscles in my abs anymore yeah I so but I feel like there's something about being like leaned and scrunched that yeah I'll just it's like the tiniest little like get off like <laughs> bubbly like uh-huh. bloop like yeah. it's the tiny it like so I get why it sounds impossible that I would feel it. But I've also been praying and asking God that like maybe I could feel my baby really on the early side. I think I felt Paxton later than any of my babies. I don't know where his placenta was, but I definitely know it was a long time for me. Interesting. It felt more like 16 or 17 weeks before I was really feeling like, oh, that's, yeah, I feel him. But I think there's just been a lot of, I've just been asking like, okay, I'm not going to get an ultrasound. If you could just give me some sort of reassurance. So even if it's made up in my head and God is just doing it <laughs> to reassure me, I feel reassured and like something's Great. happening in there. Great. And I mean, your uterus is definitely up there. So it's and not it really like is. it's not growing or something. It really is. Like... If I have to pee, my I can feel my uterus at my belly button already. And Which is I'm usually where you feel your uterus around twenty weeks. Right. So So we'll see if there's two babies. I Take am, your vote. How many babies is Danny having? That does make me feel sick to my stomach to think about. Like having it, twins? Yes. Just because of the birth. Yeah. It makes me feel so like, it would definitely be a huge challenge to know. What you'd do. I mean, it would just take so much prayer and so yeah. much. Because what I would want to do is a normal home birth, but the ways to make that happen are so difficult. Yeah. Um, just as far as resources of, of a birth team and things. So. <sighs> That's, like, what makes me feel like you're having twins. <sighs> Is that reaction right no. there where I feel like God's going to be like, well, let's no, sort through this. No, because you thought that he was going to make you have a breech baby True. too, and you didn't. I didn't, so. yeah. Instead, I got to do a birth with a broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you thought that Reuben was your breech baby. No, it was Arrow. Oh, Arrow? It was Arrow. Yeah. Okay. But I have joked over the years about how, like, the only birth I haven't done is one with an epidural. Yeah. Because I've done, like, a C-section, a hospital Vaginal delivery, a home vaginal delivery. You haven't done a twin oh, birth yet, so maybe I haven't done you can be the one to. At least I've crossed that. epidural off the list. True, true. Anyway, but my pregnancy is going. I feel like it's going well. I feel like Great. I'm in a good place with how I feel about. I, I mean, I feel like there's it's definitely days that I really feel like I struggle as far as eating and nausea and being tired and yeah doing the things that but then I you've also had like do. really good days yes and 
my stomach makes it proof that something's something's happening. Something's happening because I definitely look pregnant. Yep. Um. So now that we just spent twenty minutes updating you about our lives, that was probably <laughs> not that exciting. Well, all right. So we're this is part five. This is gonna be our last episode on our life on our catching up life. Right. On um, yes, whatever the name of uh, I was naming them, growing through trials. Oh, part five. five. The we, finale. We, we hope. We hope. It's we better. Like no choice. <laughs> We're getting through this. Let's go. We'll have to. If so. we start having more trials, we'll think of a new title for it and start over with <laughs> yes. part one again. Really growing through trials. <laughs> okay, so last episode. If you haven't listened to it, we talked through my birth with Bo. And ended right after I pushed him out. Yes. Um, definitely the worst part of the whole birth for me was having to stay in the hospital afterwards. Just away from my kids. It's uncomfortable. I just want to be home and in my own bed. And and I definitely think that the whole COVID restrictions and all yes. of that made that even worse yes. because your kids can't even like nobody can come visit you we well have one i could person. have one person besides tim yes and it was from 10 to 6 so i had him at 5 11 in the morning that thursday morning so then at 10 a.m ish you were like getting ready and we're gonna come right so this is after my night of really not sleeping maybe yes. i slept for like an hour or two <laughs> total and I was leaving all the kids oh and it was Riken's birthday also right yes so we had changed all of our family's plans around from what we had originally planned to do for his birthday mm-hmm. to because now we had extra kids yeah. and people and the Johnsons were now home the Johnsons like came well. home because of me mm-hmm. having Bo and Melissa wanting to help and so so there's even more kids everywhere. So we, I'm pretty sure Chip went and got donuts that, that morning. morning. And um, we were going to have pizza that night for dinner. Yep. And. I think Chip went to work and Melissa was there with the kids and you left to come to the hospital. Right? I don't think Chip worked until. I think he worked around one okay. or something. Melissa was going to try to go because she was just getting into town that day. Okay. So she was going to try to come straight there and be there in time for Chip to leave Leave to, to go to work at 1230. And, okay. Um, so I remember it was like annoying that he wasn't working close and wouldn't be yeah. like he was working earlier than that, but he was still working late till yeah. like 10 or something that felt like, uh yeah. Not around for any of what I need you to be around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, I came to the hospital. And, and Tim left to go home and shower and say hi to the kids, I think, mm-hmm. and while you were visiting with me. Yes. So, Which was great because I really didn't feel like... I felt like I could be alone in the hospital with Bo and my foot. But you were definitely nervous, especially because the nurses hadn't been coming in. I had like called them like three different times to like ask for my medication. Oh, and my IV was beeping for like an hour and a half. Yeah. 
because it was done and like needed to be taken Mm -hmm. out and it they just like were not coming I'd call so, again and be like, I'm still waiting. And I still, I needed like my medication. And, and they, at this point, you're still needing help. I mean, not completely, but kind of even before giving birth, like needing some amount of at least like, especially because it's not normal situation, yes. but like kind of spotting you as you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like you had kind of gotten to the point where you could, I could do go that on, on your own. own. But but the fact that it was like in a different place and right. and you've just now given birth. Right. So I feel like that in and of itself, especially when you've had an epidural and things. Yeah. Like yes, it's worn off, but it just feels more yeah. like this yeah. probably isn't best to just leave yes. you. So I was really glad that I wasn't alone because I felt like my but nurses were... I really struggled with the fact that I felt like it was kind of between me and Melissa to come. And I knew that I was really struggling emotionally. It felt like between the night that I'd had, which really felt like a major spiritual attack. Uh-huh. And I was just kind of coming into this place of... Um, it honestly felt really like the first time I was really being kind of confronted and forced to be grieving my miscarriage because I really felt like the first part of after I had my surgery just felt like focusing on a even being able to like get up out of bed for a while and then being so thankful that I was getting better and feeling better and I feel like right at the time that I was starting to get to a place where maybe I would have started to deal with that my grandpa died and I just completely shifted. I did have like one, one day, one moment of like that hit me out of nowhere in Michigan of like all of a sudden, just like realizing that like I had this baby that I wasn't going to have. Yeah. And it, it was so strange. Cause it's like, it's been weeks. Like where is right. this coming from? Right. Of, like, of course, like duh, like, yes, you were pregnant and now you're not. And, yeah. but it's like with so many other things going on, you kind of had to like set those emotions aside and like keep not. processing through what was continuing to be like more and more and more things happening. So I think from earlier on, before I had gotten pregnant in April, I, I mean, we had talked about it, it had. I had tried to prepare myself like I might not even be pregnant by the time that Abby has her baby. But it felt really far away. And then I did get pregnant. And so it felt like, well, that was silly to think that I wouldn't get pregnant. Like, but then it was like, I think the fact that you went into labor and it, it just felt like it snuck up on both of us so quickly. And so just realizing like, here we are, like we're here and Abby's having her baby and I'm not pregnant. Yeah. And I'm missing my baby all of a sudden. Right. And you're like sitting there, not just I'm having a baby, like I have a baby in my arms that I've just delivered. And, and I'm like needing, I'm, I'm running on very little sleep. Yeah. And I mean, even from the days leading up of like right. getting home from our trip and stuff, I it's not like I was in the most yeah. rested spot leading into it. Yeah. And then also like wanting to be making sure I'm trying to make things fun for Riken for his birthday and take care of your kids and make sure like emotionally that I'm there for them knowing that it's a hard time for them. Like it felt like when I was at home, I had to be so on 
like so yeah held together and okay that when you left to come get come to visit me in the hospital I knew it was gonna be horrible like I knew I was gonna be a mess and I knew it's like so hard because you're also my my best friend (laughs) a lot of these emotions and things like it kind of goes back to what we talked about like even through your pregnancy and stuff it was just hard to navigate when I really only wanted to be joyful with you. Right. But you have, like, such intense And you're the person that normally is, yeah. like, someone that I share a lot of those things with. And right. So it's not, like, someone that is just a random person that right. I can kind of, like... I wouldn't even normally be talking about these things anyway. Right. But to also, like, know that that's how you're feeling and to, like, not come to the hospital feels like it also would have been really sad like if you weren't like if Melissa or someone else came instead like it felt like that was the thing is that while Melissa is definitely who the second person would be feels like that would only be the case if I wasn't around or I physically couldn't like I was sick or yeah like I knew that I was supposed to come, but I felt, I felt guilty, like, driving there, like, because I knew I was just gonna struggle at times with it. I'm so thankful for how gracious, how gracious you were. I didn't realize how many Kleenex I should have brought in here. I have nothing. My shirt will turn into a... A Kleenex. Um, but I, I am really thankful for the time because it definitely I, there was, I can't exactly explain it, but walking into your room, I was super excited to see you. It was really hard for me to want to see Bo right at, at first, but I knew like this is not something I I don't want to I want I love him like I love him I want to love him I want to get to know him but it's like going to be hard like it's just going to be hard so walk like I still remember like I felt like I just had to force myself like just walk up and it was like as soon as he was in my arms I was just so thankful that I I had come I'm thankful for that time and it's like such a precious time in my memory the pictures I took with him, like, yeah. you got up to go to the bathroom, and it it was really difficult, but majorly necessary and needed and healing. I don't know. I mean... It was, from my perspective, I, I wasn't... I don't know that I was, like, expecting that to be... Like, I didn't know how... M- I knew you were struggling, but I didn't know I didn't level. expect it to be that way either. It was yeah. all, like, again, it was sneaking up. It was just coming from... Yeah. And it wasn't something that I had thought through or planned or right. could control or... Yeah. yeah. So, so you, like, walked in and I just knew you weren't, like, okay. And it just felt like this, like... And I felt so guilty knowing that I'm, like, presenting myself in this way of, like, but it also, here I am, your only visitor, and... But it also felt like the exact 
like idea of like grieving with those who grieve and rejoicing with those who rejoice like it wasn't easy for me to feel like to see you like that and to feel like I'm so excited that I just had my baby and I'm so excited for you to meet him but I also know that you meeting him is like bringing pain to you and so it just felt like this is how this is like played out is like what this looks like where it's not just like this room filled with like joy and laughter and meeting a new baby like but there still was so yes, much joy that's over what I'm it. saying. Yeah. There was both together, intermixed with it, that was hard. And but it, there was just no way around right, it. Right, right. There was no way around it in... if there, We could have. We could have, like, avoided each other, and I could have been avoiding you the whole time because I wanted... I just, yes, I mean, like, the circumstances right. with walking we were, alongside one another, the, there was the no The circumstances way. we had faced yeah. over, the, it was just the only... Right. We couldn't have done something differently to not be in those circumstances right. of... Yes. The pain and the joy at, all at once. Yes. But it really did feel like the, like, epitome of yes. that... Like rejoice to those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. But it just felt like the moment in which they had been kind of intertwined in like we were trying to do that before you left for Michigan. Like we were trying to like, I was trying to walk alongside you, but knowing that me just walking alongside you in your grief was making it harder. Like it just was. And so. And I was trying to care about your pregnancy and be excited about your pregnancy, but it was also. Making it harder. Like it just felt like. So we were kind of doing that, but then you left for Michigan, and then you came back from Michigan, and I immediately have it, had him. So it just felt like the, like... Culmination yes. of... Yes. All fact of it finally that, coming together, and... The fact that I could come, and that it was just me, and you, and him, and Tim left. Yeah. I feel like even if I had wanted it to be intentional, even if I had wanted to try to get a moment like that... If the first time I had seen him was when all the kids are meeting him yeah. and it it just wouldn't have it just wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked out that way and so again, I'm And at this point, we had no idea that you were pregnant then. Yes. Because you were pregnant then. I was pregnant then. But we had no clue and it just felt like we don't know. Like it felt like also, just that fact of, like, we don't know how long it's going to be before you, you are pregnant again. And so you're not only grieving your miscarriage, you're, like, grieving, like... Like, I need to having... be okay. I need to be yeah. content. I need to I need to be content with this being months. Like, yeah. I don't know. And I, I think it would have be... been hard either way. But I do think it would have been significantly less hard if you were pregnant already. If I had already found out I was yes. pregnant. I absolutely agree. Yes. Yeah. But I do feel like that was, like, intentional. On like, God yes. was intentional in that. Like, I feel like it was important to kind of walk through both ends of the spectrum together. Yeah. And, like, so I do feel like it only strengthens our friendship. And, yes, for sure. But it's not. It was not fun. It was not fun. No. It wasn't pretty. No. I mean, there are beautiful moments of it, beautiful aspects of it. Right. But it was difficult. It was. It was really. I hope that. Maybe you couldn't feel any of it, but I hope that you do know that it wasn't just painful for me. It wasn't just hard for me. It wasn't just a sacrifice to be there, that I really did want to be there, yes. and that I really did love 
him and that I really yeah. do love you and that it would have been equally as sad for me to not come. Like, right. I d- don't. Yeah. It, it was felt... equally as sad for me to have to, like, miss being at his birth. Like, that was really... Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't even know how that would be. I I had prayed a lot about it, not knowing if I would be home or not, not knowing if yeah. it, what the circumstances would be, if I'd be allowed to come or not, because there was definitely one part of me that couldn't imagine missing it, and then there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if I... I was worried about being that emotional wreck like during your labor right. and during the birth. And I was like, that's not helpful to her. That's yeah. not. And I was just praying that God would allow me to be what I needed to be and be where I needed to be at the times I yeah. needed to be there. And so while it was, it was really disappointing for me when you went into labor at 6 p.m. and I knew I wasn't going to be there. Like there was a huge yeah. sadness of a huge, like, literally. <laughs> I'm like wearing my running clothes, but I'm literally like, like using my shirt to get the massive amounts of snot that are out of my. <laughs> this see, I think God like orchestrates these podcasting times. Even we we knew Abby was not going to be available to podcast tonight. So I was thinking maybe and we'd all week, do it last night. All week yeah. we had been saying like we need to figure out a time. We need to figure out a time, and then we just didn't and. Yeah. And so, literally, you, you called me to check to make sure your phone speaker was working on your new no, phone. It wasn't. And it wasn't. But it was like on that phone call that we were like, oh. You were like, we're probably just not going to record. And I was like, well, I mean, we could probably do it right now if it works for you. And you're like, well, it probably could work for me. And we just. Yeah. C- started recording and and then someone while on the phone sent us a message to encourage us from listening to like the last few weeks of episodes and i'm like just feel like that was like also a pushing like, over the edge of, like yes this. someone's this like is... encouraging us of like yes because it can be difficult to feel like why are we even and... doing this and but i think that making some of these be spur of the moment and not yeah. knowing what we're talking about, but not having time to really think about it. I just feel very unprepared yeah. for all of these rememberings and emotions. Yeah. Um, they're like the types of memories that are so ground into my brain. Yes. Like I specific like... mo, like specific yes. like moments. I feel like for the, rest of my life I'll never forget like you coming to visit me in the hospital with Bo because it was such like a beautifully horrible time like it really felt like it was just really hard but I feel like I was thankful that I did feel like I was able to I'm not able I was I feel like I had no choice but I but to break down and just like be a mess but I do feel like after that, God did allow there to be a lot of like the peace and the joy in the room and the yeah. time of me just like getting to unwrap bow and like look at his little fingers and his toes yeah. and all of the like, it didn't, it wasn't just this like five minute visit of me coming in and being like a hot mess and then being like, sorry, no, bye. We were there it for was... like a few hours. And I think that's like the other part of it is like, this is, this is the like painfully raw real and vulnerable friendship like you could have come in and been like 
hey, so, oh, congratulations on your baby. Oh, he's so cute. And tell me about your birth. Okay, you got, like, there could have been this yes. fake level that would have been more comfortable for us both. <laughs> like, it would have been easier yeah. to just pretend like everything's fine and you're just meeting Sorry that I can only be here for a, a few minutes. I need to get back to the house to, like, help with everything right. there since I've got all your kids. Right. Like, yeah, I definitely feel like I could have, if I wasn't going to come and be there with you and, like, really, really be there, I could have faked something. Right. But But it was the, like... This is the reality of where we are. This isn't just like a, you're just having your baby and I'm coming to like meet you in the hospital and like meet him. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know that I like thought about that or was prepared to offer that when you walked in like that, that I was a little bit like, I don't know the right, I was a little bit shocked and kind of like. I knew this was hard for you. I don't know what I was expecting. I was, it was also, be. I was also definitely just struggling with the fact of my night having been yes. so. Honestly, like, I don't throw this word around lightly, and I'm not a person that claims these. But it really felt traumatic. It felt. It felt like other. It felt like a totally. Crazy. It. it can't and it's not just like you. traumatic like I just didn't get enough sleep and so it traumatized me because I really wanted sleep. No. I, d- I can't explain the level of why I feel like it was a spiritual attack. It just there was just this weight. Yes. This darkness surrounding all of it surrounding everything with Paxton. He's never been like that before. He's never been like that again. Yeah. Um, it, it, it There was just something not normal about it and I I definitely hadn't been expecting to have to work through fight like fight to keep my mind strengthened in yeah. the Lord and it wasn't even like I felt like the biggest challenge was going to be like staying joyful and glad to be like serving and taking care of all these kids and just the normal demands of that but this was like yeah. Not even anything to do really with the fact that there are so many kids. It was just like there was right. this really horrible presence trying to get me to not be okay with things and not handle and so there was there was that aspect of it coming in too. I don't know. Yes, the whole thing was just caught us off guard. It was intense, but but that's but I think it that time in the hospital made it so exciting for me to be able to come back home and like be so excited to get your house ready so excited to be able to be there like to have your kids ready to meet him which was also really 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 hard but was hard in like such because that was like, the next day. Yes. The next morning that we came home. Yeah, we, I came home from the hospital. We did the pizza party for Riken. Um, we ended up just... Oh, that night... That night our friend was able to stay with your boys at your house. We just worked it out to have the boys come back over to your house. Yes. And she stayed over with them. Um, she still had to be back to her house at 6 in the morning the next morning. Right. But then Chip came over. 
Chip came over at like five in the morning to. I remember. I'm not expecting to like get emotional over this, but I remember like pulling up the camera just to like see where things were and like to see Chip like laying on the floor next to Ruben's crib, like trying to get him back to sleep at like six in the morning. And I was just knowing that it like wasn't just the sacrifices you were making and that he was like supporting you in that, but like he's like laying on the floor of our boy's room next to the crib like like covering my family like and it just was so like I know I hated not being home but it felt like the Lord just provided literally like best case scenario of like care for my kids and just made that so much less horrible yeah to not be there overnight and well it definitely made for a much smoother night and um, we got up that morning and the girls were excited to come over with me and we all worked together and like cleaned your house and you were like, I'm thinking hospitals are always so, so- I know you're telling me you're trying to get out of there, yeah. but I'm like, well, hopefully they'll be home by like lunch or, and so we're like working on stuff and you're like, I think that they're going to discharge soon. And I'm like, you guys, we have to hurry. We're like <laughs> rushing around everywhere. I'm like, who has a trash and everybody sweep and... I remember, like, pulling the car up and seeing, like, Brinley run out the front door with a bunch of trash bags, like, booking it to your house. It was like, what was she doing? Because we were definitely, we were trying to make it so that it was just, like, such a nice, like, walking in and it just being your kids, being able to And it was. Like, I felt so surprised that no one was, like, running out and then Tim's, like, bringing me in the front door in the wheelchair and all the kids are just like perfectly sitting on the couch in this perfectly clean house and Olive is like thank the lord they're home (laughs) yeah and so I got to video that too which was so sweet and so again it was definitely uh it was like the watching of the what I was going to be missing at Christmas time Uh that I knew my kids were so excited about and It was like the first time of like thinking through that, like, oh, we're not, we're not going to be like me yeah. baby. Like my kids aren't going to be meeting. Like, I, I feel th- like I was like going about it as like a, you're meeting your baby. Oh, I'm not going to be meeting my baby. And then like, a, yeah. oh, your kids are meeting your baby. My kids are like. Well, cause right after we like introduced my, like Boaz to my family, we like just have the Johnson kids and the Brown kids come over to meet Bo at that time, just cause it felt like just better to get it done with yeah because they were all excited and yeah and so it was also like you know like you seeing your kids and meeting Bo and holding him and like taking turns holding him and being excited to hold him but also knowing that they're wondering, yeah right knowing that they're excited and they're they're so happy to meet him and but that they're also probably dealing with the level of, of thinking through this the same way that you are of like I wish we had a baby, like, that we were going to be getting to meet in, at Christmas, and... Right. So, it was also not just painful for you, but to then, like, watch them meet Bo was also hard. Yes, but also sweet, and... Yeah. Um, so, that was on Friday the 30th, um, and Saturday, you just... I feel like 
When did you find out you were pregnant? The next Friday. One week later, right? So, I had, um... Was it Monday that you had? Well, so, yeah, so... So, Saturday... I can't remember. I, I just remember that I'd kind of realized Sunday was the 1st of August. I had had a period in the middle of June, and... I had had a couple of different times I thought I ovulated in July earlier on and so I'd kind of picked out like August 1st as if I haven't gotten an, if I never got a period in July and it's been like a full six weeks yeah. and by August 1st it would have been more than two weeks after the two times I thought I ovulated uh-huh. so I'm like I would for sure find out I'm pregnant by now and um if if those, yeah. if either of those two times were like when yeah. I ovulated, and so I remember thinking like maybe I'm like being so emotional and being so crazy over nothing, and I'm actually pregnant right now, and like I had a lot of those thoughts of like maybe I should just take a test earlier, but Chip and I had kind of decided on the first ahead right. of time before you knew you were having your baby on the 29th. Right. I, in my mind, I especially when we had kind of come to the conclusion of that date, it felt like you probably wouldn't have had your baby yet. Right. Right. And so, um, I took the test on the first and it was negative and that was really disappointing. Uh-huh. But I also feel like I had almost in wrestling through the couple of days of the difficulty through welcoming Boaz I feel like God had just really like forced me to be like you'll have a baby when I'm ready for you to have a baby and I gave you a baby and I took that baby away I just had to I was just confronted with all of the those thoughts of having to acknowledge the sovereignty of God and all of it so much that while it, it was disappointing I also felt like he was almost extremely preparing my heart the other direction of like you may not be pregnant for a long time like you you need to not expect this and yeah like so when it was negative I was kind of like okay I'm not pregnant and that's and then Monday morning I woke up and I was spotting and I thought well like of course like yeah the day after I take the negative pregnancy test like I'm starting my period and this makes sense and it's like shouldn't surprise me and so I remember yeah coming over yeah. and talking to you about that and and, and I was... remember you saying like I know that you're probably sitting there thinking that like there's a chance that this could be like implantation bleeding and that this isn't actually my period and I remember you saying something like and you can think that all you want but I know that this is like how my period started the last time and like you like it felt like I you already took a negative that. pregnancy test and and I'm just sitting there like you're like um, I didn't actually think it was implantation bleeding at all <laughs> yeah um and Tuesday came and I had a tiny bit more spotting but then nothing and at that point I'm looking back at my app and I'm like there was that one other time that I did have some things that I guess I was just so thinking that the earlier times were ovulation that by then I was thinking that might be like implantation cramping or things that it just wasn't even 
thinking about it as potentially being that I could have ovulated that late. Yeah. But as I looked back, I'm like, well, it's really possible. Like, it still doesn't feel like I feel sure about that. But I remember you you telling me, like, that you were going to take a test, that you might take a test on Sunday. Yeah, like, wait another week. But you were like, but I don't really want you to, like, ask me about it because I don't know, like, when I'm going to take it. And I just don't don't want the pressure of, like, needing to take it and... It's like you already know I'm wondering and that feels like enough pressure, but to like have me like ask you about it. But I was, once you told me that you only had the spotting, I was like, okay, could this be, please? Yes. So by Friday, which was exactly two weeks from the time that I was like, well, that could have been a later time of ovulating. I told Chip, I'm like, I... The fact that I just had those two days of spotting, like, I really am going mentally, like, a little bit crazy. And yeah, do you care if I test now? And he's like, no, that's fine. And I tested, and it was immediately positive. That was Friday night. Friday night, yes. So we go through. Saturday is Reagan's birthday party, and Tim was helping Chip with it. And so you spent the whole day like, women with me at my house. With a bunch of other yes. women. And so there's like a bunch of people around and I told you I might take the test Sunday. And so yeah. that was definitely a day of like, ooh, I just right. want to like say something. But yeah, but it made it easier that there's other people around. and Yes. Um, so it was really fun knowing with Chip. And just having be the having like you. a BO, I mean, it was only like 24 hours, yeah. but having like a 24 hour time yeah. of it just feeling kind of like our secret that we know this. And so Sunday or Saturday night, we were having, we Sabbath did Sabbath dinner, dinner together and worked yes. out and we like had the guys say things they're like it. thankful for. Abby. I like came out. Out of my room, but I like in my wheelchair with Bo. And but. you were in the kitchen in your wheelchair for a long time. Right. And they were like taking forever to like, and I I'm know. like, I can't, so, I need to put my foot up. I can't be like in so, here anymore. Like, I'm just do it while everybody's here. So you went into the living room and. I could still hear them, yeah. but I went in the living room and had my foot up. So I could hear Chip like doing the blessing over the dinner before we were eating. And, and he was like, Saying things that we were thankful to God for from, like, throughout the week, kind of, and... Yeah. Um, so he had said different ones, like, we're thankful for a safe and healthy time. Right. We're thankful for having dinner together as friends, and... Um, then he... I think he said we're thankful for baby number ten... And my kids all looked at each other like they were confused because they were I immediately, in the living room by myself, just start bawling. Yeah, I like come around the corner and you're crying and yeah, it was really fun way to be able to tell everybody and yeah, so that was me finding out about this baby. Yeah. And look at that. Perfect timing that my baby just minutes. woke up. Boaz just woke up from a nap. My toddler just had an accident. So we need really bad. And God just worked that out perfectly. Worked out the perfect little chunk of time. So.
So, all right. I think we're caught up. Yep. I really hope that that one made you guys cry again because I cried so, yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if you didn't cry, I don't know what is wrong with you. <laughs> but bye. All right. Bye.